0: Jonathan Swan actually got an interview, a sit-down interview with President Zelensky of Ukraine. Here is a little clip of the president through the interpreter himself.
2: They tried to do that, yeah. and uh, uh, any person, when it comes to you for the first time, you are afraid. On the second or the third and the fourth time, but when it's become, it becomes repetitive. You remember that uh, film, uh, the um, um, Grand Hog Day, uh, with uh, Bill Murray, and uh, he didn't want it uh, to repeat. You know, he was uh, living through the day on and on again. People were uh, spending their money, <laughs> investing the effort. Uh, they tried, so I was prepared to help them, but. Uh, I uh, wake up in the morning, it's still the same. So uh, I'm quite philosophical about this situation.
0: And he's talking about his days, uh, particularly assassination attempts, but just everything else. And because you couldn't see it, you heard the snickering. He's kind of half laughing and there are AIDS giggling. And I thought, well, that's, you know, I suppose you got to. Keep a normal sense of humor on some level, or you'd go berserk, but...
2: Yeah, there's a famous incident in which Abraham Lincoln cracked a joke at a cabinet meeting, and one of his stodgy, old, bearded cabinet guys uh, upbraided him for it. And he stood up, and he chewed the guy out. He said, if I could not laugh, surely I would go insane. So,
0: yeah. Interesting. I stay insane. Yeah. Interesting. Zelensky so talking. yeah, It's like Bill Murray in Groundhog Day and the people around him chuckling. <laughs> it's just interesting. Yeah, they try to rub me out every single
2: day. Every day it's the same. Unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Anyway, here's a little more Jonathan Swan on what he took from the interview. And some of this uh, definitely uh, has an effect on American policy and our the taxpayers' role in this whole thing.
3: The path to diplomacy seems to be narrowing. He really has hardened his view of the prospects of negotiating with Vladimir Putin. Um, He's been saying until very recently, you know, anytime he gets asked, I wanna meet with Vladimir Putin, I wanna sit down with him, I wanna negotiate. And when I asked him this, he actually basically said he thinks it's gonna be very difficult now to negotiate after all the red lines that Putin has crossed with the massacres in Bucha and many other places.
0: How could you possibly sit down with the guy at this point when you've seen, you know, dead children and old women and tortured bodies and everything like that? And sit down with the guy and work something out? I just no. The only diplomacy
2: will be several levels down, getting together and saying, "Get all your people out of our country now." And the Russians saying, "No," and then S- ending the meeting.
0: So I thought this was really interesting and not surprising. I guess it's not. Uh, it's not a uniform agreement on what to do.
3: And what people don't realize um, is there are actually divisions within Zelensky's own administration about whether to make any concessions to Russia. Um, one thing I asked him about, it was a very, very revealing line of questioning. I'm, I, I quoted to him his own military intelligence chief who said the only way uh, to get Russia off our territory Uh, is through force exclusively Mm. by force nothing else will work and he wants them totally out and there are others in the administration who feel the same way Zelensky is is somewhat in the middle he he does think there needs to be negotiations but as putin commits more and more atrocities that becomes not just harder um you know to, to do uh politically but also from a, a a point of morality, uh, he's yeah. got Zelensky has utmost moral authority right now um, globally and, and in his own country.
0: I thought that was interesting because I'd read a number of articles in recent weeks that uh, led me to believe that Zelensky was pretty hardcore, booting them, the Russians completely out, including Crimea. And Swan's reporting is that Zelensky's kind of in the middle between the uh, the hardliners, drive them out of the country, and the more conciliatory crowd. Yeah, to grossly oversimplify it,
2: though, that's not a terrible position to be in negotiations-wise. I mean, if you have a powerful cabal of super hardliners behind you, your opponent or your adversary in the negotiation is going to know, okay, I can't push this guy too
0: far. Uh, What do I know? But I think when you got... As Swan just said, one, the moral authority, and two, the backing of the freaking United States, uh, you know, $50 billion in the greatest weapons in the world. Drive those SOBs completely out of your country if you can, I think. But a smarter guy than me, Henry Kissinger, disagrees. Henry Kissinger, who's now 150 years old, Mm -hmm. good Lord, he's 98, and still, whenever I see him on TV, he talks very slow. He did when he was 40, but uh, still sharp as a tack. His brain seems to work absolutely fine. I wish mine did now. Anyway, Henry Kissinger said that Ukraine must concede territory to Russia to end the war. He is a real politic guy. He, did he invent that term or just uh, the the uh, biggest proponent of it? But it certainly came into vogue
2: uh, during his day. I, I see his point. If you're going to be a cold hearted realist, you picture. All right. How does this thing end? Uh, with with peace finally uh, does russia at least get use of crimea uh, or access to it or something like that yeah probably it's going to be hard to drive them out of there
0: henry kissinger is also a big picture guy he's speaking at this forum in davos switzerland yesterday and the big picture he says is we don't want to risk driving Russia more into the arms of China and having them create a closer alliance. I hope the Ukrainians will match the heroism they've shown with wisdom, he said. You know, I I see his point. I'm a little more cynical about the whole
2: idea of China and Russia getting close. China doesn't want Russia. Russia is moving toward a basket case. It's got bad aging leadership. It's utterly corrupt. It's got a paper tiger of a military. It's probably going to be a charity case before long with Europe uh, cutting off the oil imports and the rest of it. uh, I'm, I'm not sure they're that attractive a partner to China, but who knows?